In our most sleep-deprived moments, our children will teach us exactly what we need in order to learn and grow into who we were created to be. These are the loving lessons we will learn whether we were wanting to or not. I'm Irene Gooch, your sleep coach, and I'm on mission to educate parents on how to help their young children sleep. Welcome to the journey. Super excited to be here at the Bloom Where You're Planted event. I don't know if you're hearing my neighbor's roof get put up, but of course today would be the day that they're doing that. And so I just wanted to hop on a little bit early. If you're here and watching, I um, just wanted to just share if you have any specific sleep questions, pop them into the comments and I'll be happy to go back later and answer them. But just a huge thank you to Pastor Elaine, good morning, um, for putting together this amazing Bloom Warrior Planted event. It's really been awesome to watch how God is working in people's lives and ministries um, when we're just doing what we're supposed to be doing right in this moment. Um, and I've been pretty much amazed and in awe about how to see God, how God has shown up in my journey in becoming a calm, confident, and rested parent and helping me transform sleep in my home and the homes of every family that I serve and support as a sleep coach and a postpartum doula. Um, and so some adults may not realize that sometimes like they're getting all the hours of sleep but they're still feeling tired or they're not getting enough sleep and still feel tired. Um, and I also just want to share that I actually had a belief that I didn't need that much sleep and I was really tired, very sleep deprived. And so today I'm going to be talking about the loving lessons I learned when I was sleep deprived. I'm going to share some sleep tips and talk about rest. And I'm going to share a little tool with you so that you can bloom right where you're planted, do the amazing work that God is calling you to do and be rested. And so if we haven't met, my name is Irene Googe and I'm on mission to educate parents on how to help their young child sleep as a gentle sleep coach and postpartum doula. And if you're wondering, well, what the heck is a sleep coach and how did I get into that? I'm going to share that journey with you. Um, and I do, I help tired parents get sleep when they teach their child that skill of how to put themselves to sleep. And I do want to just share with you that going to sleep is actually a skill and I didn't acquire that skill until 2014 and so it was a little bit of an eye-opening journey for myself as I started to implement and have good sleep manners too because I wanted to share with you that before I became a mom I was pretty sleep deprived and didn't even know it. So if anyone is out there in maybe you might relate to any of these statements, put up me too down in the comments, because here's a couple things that I was doing. I would stay up late, sleep in, take naps kind of whenever I wanted to. Um, and I still was pretty tired all of the time. The other thing that would happen for me is that I would have panic attacks in the middle of the night, which would cause really restless sleep. And at the time I didn't realize this, but now I know that the, I also was having intrusive thoughts, like just 
things that were coming up, things that were causing me to be panicked and anxious and overwhelmed. Um, and so again, at that time, I didn't believe I needed that much sleep. And I was pretty much running on coffee and my own willpower. And so what was great about that season of life was like, I didn't have anybody to take care of. But then when I became a mom, all of a sudden it hit really hard. It was like a whole new level of sleep deprivation. And at the time I was a teacher, I was teaching sixth grade. Um, and I ended up retiring from teaching when my second son was born so I could stay home and do childcare. And I thought, yeah, this is going to be really great. All was good. But meantime, I wasn't getting sleep with two young children. And all of a sudden I was taking care of multiple children and it was everything I could do to just survive. Right. Because it was like all the things of like needing to make food. They wanted to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, keep the kids busy with activities, diapering, trying to keep the house clean, trying to take care of myself in the midst of that, which was not happening and all the things. And I was literally surviving. And yes, my husband was in the picture too. However, I didn't even know that he existed sometimes, right? Because I had, I was doing all the things and just so tired, so overwhelmed and sleep deprived. And I remember asking myself, like, is this what you want, God? Is this the abundant life that you have promised? And I started to believe that God had placed every one of these children in my path to just tick me off because I was so tired. I was so overwhelmed. And I was like, how do people do this? And I had no idea how much the sleep deprivation that I was experiencing was impacting my relationships with my children and my husband and all the people around me. And so it was actually in 2011 where I think God just showed up and was like, here's the sleep coaching program. Let's go ahead and learn about getting trained and certified as a sleep coach by the sleep lady. And in, in, coincidentally, it was right after my brother passed away. And so I was in the season of grief and a season of sleep deprivation. And so I started learning about sleep and it was like literally eye-opening. Like I had no idea all the things I didn't know and understand about the physical piece of sleep. But then there was like a lot about the emotional, the mental, the spiritual aspects of sleep. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be a sleep coach. And I came up with the name Loving Lessons because I was like, well, I'm a teacher and I teach lessons um, and sleep is complex. So there's many lessons to be learned. And I thought, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And um, it was really fascinating because one of the things that I really learned at that time that I had no idea, especially with young little children, was that children are actually asleep more than they're awake during the first two years of life. And so they are, children are sleeping typically 12 to 14 hours at nighttime. And I had no idea. And so that was like one of the things that I was struggling with about sleep deprivation in my home. I also didn't realize that children's little circadian rhythms didn't start to come and become developed somewhere until between four to six months of age. So here I had a newborn and I was trying to make him like do all these things that he wasn't really ready for. And so as I started to like learn and understand, I was growing in like love and compassion for my children and also maybe some understanding for myself. 
And the other thing that was really wild is um, if you're a parent like me or just an adult out there and you're like, how much sleep do I need? Um, it really is recommended to get seven to nine hours of sleep after the age of 18. And again, I was kind of running on like coffee and willpower. And sometimes I was like, well, I don't think I need that much sleep. I've got all this energy. Um, and I had no idea that it was actually sleep deprivation. That was like functioning on cortisol and adrenaline, which was causing more fatigue and more tiredness. Um, and so one of the things that, you know, if you're wanting to learn more about like sleep for children, I am going to pop a link down below in the comments for the free video series training. It's called the six things that kept your child from sleeping last night. And there's a lot of sleep education in there to help you know and understand what you might not know. And what was really fascinating was like, as I was learning all this, like I was learning who God was and what he had created because literally I had no idea that God really wants us to rest um, and I if you have your Bible I'm gonna encourage you to go to Genesis 2 but if you don't have your Bible no worries but I thought this was really fascinating because I'm a doer. I don't know if anyone out there is like a doer stay busy fill the calendar do all the things um, it was interesting to go and read the story of creation and in Genesis in day seven, it says by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing on the seventh day. He rested from all his work. God rested the seventh day and made it holy. He rested from all the work of creating he had done. And I was like, who am I to not pause and stop what I'm doing to recognize the need that my body has to take a break from like the work and parenting and all the things. And I started learning and understanding about a Sabbath and it was something that was really challenging. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I've got all these things I need to do. But God was like reframing my thoughts. He was renewing my mind little by little as I was learning about sleep and I was learning about the way I'm thinking about the things that I'm doing in my day. And I literally remember having this epiphany one time, like who am I to be so busy all the time and not take a break when God like created the world and all the things in it and he could take a break. And so it just really kind of gave me some perspective. The other thing I wanted to share two was if you go to Genesis 1-5. I thought this was really interesting because again, here I was learning about sleep coaching. I'm talking to parents, telling them what to do. And this was very eye-opening. It says, God called the light day and darkness night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. And so what's interesting about that is that there was evening night came first and so thinking about what is our plan for sleep how are we going to plan to take care of that sleep and i share with my families all the time 
great nights begin with good mornings. And so sometimes it's looking at the routines we've established because sometimes we don't realize that maybe our routines are not serving us well. And one of the things that I help families do is create flexible routines so we can work through and create positive change and do things that are going to be helpful and beneficial along the way. Um, and like I shared with you, there are four types of rest. And, you know, I've been sharing some things about that physical rest, but there is that spiritual, mental, and emotional rest. And God wants us to rest in the Lord. Um, and sometimes we don't realize that resting in the Lord means that we're going to be at peace, that we're going to be still, that we're going to be quiet and we're going to be calm. And I can tell you for a fact that those were not words that described me in that season of my life, uh, because I would say I was more like restless, tired, anxious, chaotic, and overwhelmed. And if you have littles, put down the word below of like how you are feeling right now. And, um, I, you know, as I started to learn that I actually needed to have rest from the confusion in the world, the stress, the anxiety, the willpower I was trying to have, overthinking my perfectionism, the anxiety that was inducing my need to control everything. I had a short fuse and I was not as patient as I thought I could be. Um, and I was getting triggered by the children in my home daycare. And I was just like, oh my gosh, God has placed these children in my path to just tick me off. Uh, but I would then start learning that he was actually healing my heart. He was helping me learn how I was going to reframe and do life different with my children. And that is actually when, um, God started really convicting my heart. I started realizing, um, you know what, maybe I'm telling my kids what to do and I'm not doing the things I'm asking them to do. Have you ever done that? And I oftentimes realized that children will really do what we do and not what we say. And I had a business coach that I had worked with and she was like, you know what? You sending emails at two in the morning might not look good for business. And again, I was feeling guilt about that. And it was healthy guilt because it was making me take that next step, realizing, hmm, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. I wasn't living in my integrity and recognizing like mm, this could be a season of change. So recognizing that. I'm asking my children go to sleep, but I'm staying up, getting a second wind, a third wind. Um, you know, a lot of times I would be like, well, I'm a night owl. And I had that belief that I was a night owl, but like my body was literally telling me I was tired, but I just wasn't listening. Um, and so again, one of the things I started learning was like, children need to be ready and be asleep between six and eight o'clock at night. And for adults, it was between 10 and 11, because that's actually when the body's usually producing melatonin, which is that sleepy hormone, which means it's time for bed. If we don't tune into that shortly after, we'll get that cortisol and adrenaline rush. We'll get a second wind, 
or a third wind or a fourth wind. So it was in 2014 when I started to say, you know what, maybe I need to start having some good sleep manners because that's one of the things I teach toddler and preschool parents. So I started implementing a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake time. And that was a good reminder of like thinking like God likes order. There was purpose behind his creation. And so having that consistency of bedtime and wake time helps the body feel its best. It becomes regular. Then I kind of tweaked my bedtime routine and actually had a bedtime routine. And I was practicing um, a daytime rest. And in the middle of the day, sometimes I would take a five to 20 minute rest. So it wouldn't throw off my night, but this would be a time where I could just pause and breathe while the kids were napping, um, be able to just maybe pray, maybe actually fall asleep for a short snooze. Um, and it was just a way to reset and rejuvenate for the rest of the evening. And so then I started implementing these good sleep manners and I started to notice like my fatigue and frustrations minimize. They didn't go away, but they got better. And um, that was something that was really interesting to kind of have seen how God had unfolded this journey for me. And I really wanted to be a full-time sleep coach. Like I was like, I was trained. I was like working with parents part-time doing that work, but then still working at a daycare center. So I did childcare and a daycare center. And I had helped hundreds of children actually like watch them go to sleep and teach them that learning process of how they go to sleep um, and helping parents learn to be better communicators with their child. And I was like, I just wanna do this work full-time. Come on, God, like, don't you want me to do that? But he was refining me in those hard sleep deprived moments. And I didn't realize like, this is where God was asking me to surrender and trust him in that journey. And I, I didn't realize that I wasn't surrendering and trusting God. And I was actually insulted when someone had said, I don't think you trust God. I was like, of course I trust God. And it was an interesting thing to really think about. And if you scroll Instagram or Facebook, you'll see babies sleeping and oftentimes they'll have their hands up and they're sleeping if they're not spotted. And I realized like, oh, that's such a beautiful image of surrender, letting go and trusting that I can sleep, refresh and rejuvenate because I've let go of all my cares of the day. And sometimes as parents, we don't realize like that we need that emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical rest. And we're trying to figure out how do I do that? Because there is a skill of learning to be still. And so one of the things that God showed me was this mantra, because I was learning about all the things of like, how can I help build a secure attachment with my child? How can I show up and set healthy boundaries? And these were things that were really, really hard and I was beating myself up. And God said, breathe love, breathe love. And love became an acronym that stood for listen, observe, validate, and empower listen, observe, validate, and empower. And so this breathe love mantra 
no matter where you're at, is a tool that you can use to help you work to get that sleep and the rest that we need. Um, I actually have a handout and I'll put a link down to that below. And there's some questions, especially when it comes to observing, because sometimes we need to tune in and listen, what is my body telling me? And observe and think about what we're thinking. And I didn't realize that a lot of times I was showing up and breathing fear. I was like bringing in judgment and criticism and all the things instead of breathing love. And God is going to help show us the way, maybe figuring out and getting curious, like, hmm, I wonder what my next step is, God. I wonder what I need to do different. And so Breathe Love was a tool that helped me during my daycare days. And it is still a tool that I use now with my teens and not just for sleep, but in all situations. Because a lot of times what we don't realize is that we could be stuck in that sleep deprivation and it has a lot to do with our thinking. And so breathing love where we're gonna tune in, listen to our body, observe our thoughts, take them captive and validate, yes, I'm feeling this way, but we'll have a moment to then empower the situation and take action. So we're not breathing fear because that's going to keep us in that sleep deprived state. So there's so many things I would love to tell you and share with you about sleep. And if you have questions or want to know more about children's sleep, then I'm going to encourage you to check out the six things that kept your child from sleeping. I go into a whole lot. Sleep is complex and there's a lot. But if you're like, I just need a tool, like I want to breathe love into my day and do things better. I want to bloom where I'm planted and be able to rest. That's going to help you become the calm, confident, rested parent or adult that you are right where you're at doing the amazing work that God is calling you to do. And so there's going to be a link to get that handout so you can go through and dive into that a little bit more. But I hope that helps you kind of learn a little bit about me and my sleep coaching journey where now I get to support parents and help them help their little ones get sleep and then they too will get sleep and they will be able to bloom and do the amazing things that they're called to do. So I hope that helps you understand a little bit more about rest and helps you breathe love into your day. So sweet dreams. Thanks for tuning into today's show. You can see all of the details and show notes below. And as you go out into your day, I hope that you'll make it your mission to be calm, confident, and rested as you lead today. Sweet dreams.